When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Good morning, good morning on the other side. Saturday, 10 days into December. On the 10th day of Christmas, Keith McPherson on the fan. Your nighttime host, you got me till 2 a.m. We were talking about sports. I think that's what we do on this station. We talk about sports and other things. I don't know, Wag Wednesday, Lisa Ann will pull up. Craig, you know, Craig will take you down a... A rabbit hole talking about anything. You might be talking about, you know, leaving a note for a teacher. You might be talking about uh, who can hold the longest goal. Touchdown. <laughs> but this is a solo show. So what we do is talk around everything. And you call me and then you tell me what you want to talk about or what you were thinking. And then we talk a little bit. Then I take it from there and then we go to the next guy. So Or gal. Waiting for my calls to load. Not rushing you, E-Man. E-Man is doing his thing freshly behind the glass. Pauly was on the glass on the other side, pulling the curtain back, letting you guys know how we do up here. We switch. Fresh studio for a fresh day. Once 12 a.m. hits, I'm in the Carton Roberts studio. Guess that's why I'm thinking about what they were doing in here today. Popping Evan's elbow this week. Ugh, what was that? Saw it, I was like, bruh, what you got going on? <laughs> Get that fixed. Go see a specialist. He did. He did. But anyway, man, uh, talking all around the sports, I'll reset the table. Maybe someone's just checking in, just joining us. I think I started around 1030 on the other side. But first thing I did was send a rest in peace and a condolences to the family of Grant Wall. I see his wife has come out and said something. And uh, Paulie just told me that LeBron spoke on it. After the Lakers game, because Grant Wall was the Sports Illustrated reporter that wrote that first article, the chosen one on LeBron. Uh, it's morning time in Qatar, so they're waking up over there and learning the news, and that's tough. That's tough. And I, I, I would assume we find out more over the next days, weeks, but that's a, a messed up situation, man. It Something seems up. It doesn't seem uh, like that's random. I mean, God works in mysterious ways. We all got to go one day, but I think it's kind of crazy that uh, he was over there kind of fighting for a cause and, you know, went viral with that. He was detained for a little while, and, yeah, who knows. Uh, but rest in peace to Grant, Grant Wall. World Cup going on. Neymar, heartbroken. He said he may never play for Brazil again. He said maybe that's not the right thing to say in the heat of the moment, but it is the right thing to say. He's 30. Maybe he doesn't want to play for them when he's 34. Maybe he's physically not 
good enough to play at 34. I think he, he is Neymar. I think he'll be good to go at 34. I think he'll want to get another shot at it, especially since he didn't get a shot at it. This one ended without him getting a chance. So trying to get into NFL football, trying to talk about NFL football. If anybody would like to go over some things about the Jets and the Giants, Mike White, Garrett Wilson, Braxton Berrios, Elijah Moore, Bam Knight, I don't know, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton. It's not Football Friday anymore. It's Saturday. So those games are tomorrow. And uh, they're do-or-die games, in my opinion. I think it's playoffs for both New York teams. And both New York teams have big division games against arguably the best team in the AFC and the best team in the NFC. And I think they're just going to get a taste of December football from those teams and realize, yeah, we're, we're in a rebuild. We're, we're not on a level of these teams. These teams are ready to go compete in the postseason playoffs. We're in the hunt, might not even be in the playoffs. So we'll get there. But the conversation we were having in the last hour or so was around the money being spent, $400 million, Steve Cohen and the Mets. Steve Cohen is literally trying to make it happen uh, using his superpower, power, which is his money. We don't care about a luxury tax, whatever. We're trying to win the World Series in this next two to three years, and they anted up. But is it enough? No, obviously they need another bat. I wanted to ask Paulie what he thought about J.D. Martinez. I thought J.D. Martinez was a guy that they should have went to get at the deadline. They didn't, so why not go get him now? I feel like they just did that with D-Rob. That's a guy they should have got at the deadline. They didn't, so they go get him now. They need another bat. How much could J.D. Martinez cost? I don't think he's going back to the Red Sox. The Red Sox are cooked. How about Xander Bogart, San Diego? This week was crazy. I'll get to the phones in a second. I see the calls popping up. Angelo, Dave, Kenny, thanks for calling my show. We'll get to you in one second. But this was a crazy week for sports, but definitely just like baseball. So what was I just looking at? Oh, all the signings and the money that was thrown this week. Not just the $400 million in new contracts that Steve Cohen put out there, but notable free agents that were signed this week. Obviously, Aaron Judge, the biggest contract, the biggest fish. Nine years, $360 million. Then right under him, Trey Turner, 11 years, $300 million. Both of those guys could have gotten more from San Diego. They're like, nah, we're good. We're going to stay on the East Coast. Trey Turner goes back to the East Coast. Something I wanted to mention to Paulie when he was talking about, you know, Trey Turner could have been a Met. Maybe he could have, but he came up with Bryce Harper. He's got a good relationship with Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper's in Philly. That helps him want to go there. And I think Trey Turner had a relationship with DeGrom, and he might have wanted to come to New York to play with DeGrom. DeGrom's not here, but I think the biggest factor is Trey Turner's wife grew up in Flemington, New Jersey. That's about an hour away from where the Phillies play. I think they wanted to come back home, and the Phillies were just a perfect destination. You get $300 million for 11 years, take it. And speaking of take it, nobody wanted to take that money from San Diego. Xander Bogart says, I will take it. 11 years, $280 million. I think that's the biggest deal and biggest shock of this uh, postseason. Or not postseason, this offseason. Not Brandon Nimmo's deal. I did not think Xander Bogart, at his age, and he's been in the league for like a decade already. Xander Bogart is 30. He's been in the league for a decade already. And now he just signed a contract to play till he's 41. $280 million for a team that just had the face of baseball at shortstop signed for 14 years, $340 million. <laughs> I don't know what goes on in baseball. Baseball is insane. The business of baseball is nuts. Let's continue. 
notable free agent contract signed this week. Jacob DeGrom, five years, $185 million. Brandon Nimmo, eight years, $162 million. Wilson Contreras, five years, $87.5 million. Justin Verlander, two years, $86.6 million. Jamison Tyone gets four years, $68 million. Mitch Hanniger gets three years, $43.5 million. I mean, you can you could throw in Taiwan Walker's four years, $72 million. There were There were some big deals thrown around. Like, guys made genera- generational wealth this year uh, off their baseball careers. And it's a rare time for this in baseball. They were talking about Barry Bond signing for like $7 million a year. <laughs> Imagine what Barry Bond, Barry Bond signed for $70 million a year this year. Kenny is out in Queens. Let's go to Kenny right now on the fan. What's up, Kenny? What's up, brother? Enjoy the show. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. I was just talking about the uh, we'll talk about the Yankees, what they could do, and hopefully <clears throat> what they will do. I love Ben Attendee, but I'd rather see the Yankees give up a prospect or two, maybe uh, Peraza, and uh, try to get Reynolds. I think uh, it's just a better fit and uh, definitely cheaper than going after Ben Attendee. And uh, make the Pirates take on Donaldson's, you know, twenty-five million, and then uh, maybe sign a guy like Brian Anderson, probably for a nice two-year deal for basically nothing. Yeah, and, uh, I, I, don't think, I don't think the Pirates are taking on that twenty-one million from Josh Donaldson. They're definitely not going to do that. Nobody wants to do that. But they might. Well, they might trade like Brian Peraza. Reynolds, but they're going to be asking for prospects and like proven players for Brian Reynolds. And not wash players like it would. It would take like a Peraza, uh, Glaber, and probably another like arm prospect to get Brian Reynolds off them. Thanks for the call, Kenny. I'll keep it going. Uh, it it seems easy for fans to say things like, uh, you know, they should just, you know, they should just sign Benintendi. They should just trade for Brian Reynolds. It's not that easy. If it was that easy, it would be done already. And I know as fans, we get impatient. And I know as fans, we don't know how much goes on behind the scenes, but they're all wheeling and dealing. That's that's why they have the winter meetings, so that a lot of these guys can meet face-to-face, have meetings face-to-face, and get things done easier, faster, in one place. But the winter meetings are over now, and there's still plenty of free agents to be signed. Rodon, you know, Ben Attendee. Look, If you look at the price that the Mets just paid for Brandon Nimmo, all these other outfielders are like, hey, what about me? What about me? What about me? I don't think it'd be wise for the Yankees to pay Benintendi what he's going to cost. And I also just don't. I haven't looked at him like a guy that I think wants to be here. And It's completely my opinion, my thoughts. But ben, Benintendi is a Boston Red Sox guy. That's fine. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> I just haven't looked at him as a guy that fits with the Yankees. He was traded here, played a, a month, and then you didn't hear anything else from him. Not one interview, not a social media post about, hey, I'm trying to come back and help the team or any updates on his handmade bone. He's like, I broke my handmade bone. I've broken that before. It takes X amount of time. I'm done for the year. Goodbye. We'll see. The Yankees need to find, this is in my opinion what they need to do. Find someone that can take these three players in this order via trade. Glaver Torres, Aaron Hicks, Josh Donaldson. That's the order of ease I think that they'll be able to be traded. And I think there's a large gap between Glaber Torres and Aaron Hicks. It's like Glaber, I think, has value. Glaber is young. I think Glaber still has another year of control. Glaber, I think they can trade, maybe get an arm. If they don't get Rodon, 
or if they are able to sign Rodon. Hicks, I don't, I don't care. I just look at Hicks as like another Joey Gallo type of thing. His $10 million a year, I think that's what Joey Gallo is making. Uh, he's a switch hitter. I think he'd be better somewhere else. I was just having this argument with with someone today. I was like, they're like, he's trash. He's terrible. I'm like, he's he's trash here. He was terrible here. But he also had his moments here. So maybe if he goes somewhere else and he cleans up the trashness and he has his moments, it won't be so bad. It's tough to play in Yankee Stadium. The pinstripes are heavy, yada, yada, yada. But if he's playing for the Kansas City Royals, maybe he's a serviceable everyday player, switch hitter that gets on base, gets a couple knocks, hits a couple home runs, and plays decent defense for them in front of, like, 10,000 fans. It's different. Josh Donaldson, I just don't want to see take another at-bat for the New York Yankees. But you got to blame Cashman for that. Cashman took on that money. Nobody wants that contract. That was a stupid contract when he signed it. And it was a stupid deal for him to come to the Yankees. But it is what it is. They thought they were doing something to get Gary out of here. And then what happened with Gary? Gary goes to Minnesota, and I think the Twins just dropped him. They just were like, we don't need him. So, bye. The Yankees need to trade those three players, and then obviously they need to put somebody in left field, and every they need to get someone, and maybe it can happen by trade, right? Everyone's talking about Brian Reynolds. There are other outfielders out there, serviceable guys that could be potentially traded for. That's what you hope Cashman's doing, right? When they when they say like the Yankees are still working on something or something big, Carlos Correa doesn't move me. When I hear Carlos Correa's name, I'm just like I I, I understand what this is. They're using the Yankees. Boris Corp is using the Yankees to drive his price up. Oh. Second year in a row, Carlos Correa might be a Yankee. Like, stop it already. He's not. We've been over this. But the Yankees can make a trade, and they could sign another pitcher. They could sign, I don't know, sign Kodai Senga. What happened with him? I know the Mets were on him. I'd like to see him if they don't get Rodon. There are clips floating around out there. I think I retweeted the one from R2C2. There was another interview with Rodon talking about how the Astros didn't get punished uh, with CeCe Sabathia. He's talking about how there's still time for him to become a Yankee. I'm like, man, go ahead and get this guy. I don't know what's taking so long. I think he wants a lot of money. So trade those three players, get another arm for this rotation, get a left fielder, and off and away we go. Keep McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. Dave is in Brooklyn next up on the fan. Hey, what's up, Keith? Uh, yeah, you know what? Listen, let's, let's be honest with ourselves. This Yankee lineup stinks. It just does. I mean, you know, like the only reason why we scored the most runs is because we hit the most home runs. But of course, as we see, that does not help us in postseason and it doesn't even help us in the second half because we usually fall apart offensively. And you know all this, Keith. So it's like the Yankees need Correa. It's not adding, it's not like making us richer. We don't, we don't have a rich offense. The, you know, I mean, we don't, we just don't. So if we, if we get Correa, he and Judge will probably be the only really good hitters on the team. No, Anthony Rizzo is in this lineup. If DJ is healthy, DJ DJ is a really good hitter. Um, I, I I don't know. I'm I'm with you on Correa's bat in this lineup, right? But I just don't think they want him to play shortstop, and I don't think they're going to pay him the amount of money. So maybe if they do that short-term deal that they should have done last year that they enabled Minnesota to do by taking Josh Donaldson's $21 million off the books, maybe if they do something like that, that's the only potential chance. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're using the Yankees to drive that price up so somebody else can do that. Uh, I don't think the Yankees are ever really in on him. But sure, in theory, Carlos Correa's bat in this lineup would be great. Thanks for the call, Dave. The thing about... The Yankees needing bats or this lineup sucking. It's not that the lineup sucks. 
You have guys in this lineup like Josh Donald. That sucks. You have guys in this lineup like Aaron Hicks. That sucks. That sucks that you had to rely on on those guys in the American League Championship Series. In the ALDS. Like, you thought you weren't going to have to use those guys. And you had to rely on rookies that have never been on that type of stage. And Aaron Judge, who you relied on all year, just came off of breaking the home run record. The pressure of the whole world watching his every move, his every at-bat. I knew he was going to be cooked when we got to the postseason. Like, okay, Anthony Rizzo, you keep him healthy. He had one of his best years home run-wise. John Carlos Stanton. John Carlos Stanton is supposed to be in his prime. He hits home runs, but it's the strikeouts. So what do the Yankees really need, in my opinion? Guys that put bats to ball, and I'm not talking IKF. I'm talking guys that can, like, hit singles, that can get on base. DJ would be one of them if he's healthy. He hasn't been healthy the last two years in October. Benintendi, <coughs> excuse me, Benintendi, in theory, was the type of guy. That's why they traded for him. They're like, that's the type of guy you want in this lineup. Well, them... For a month, they moved them all around the lineup. They didn't know what to do with them, then he got hurt. So, I don't know. It's Harrison Bader is also in this lineup, too. Don't forget about Harrison Bader. I know he's easier to forget because you just saw him for, you know, two series, and then that was it. But I can't say that the Yankees lineup sucks. I can't say that the Yankees lineup don't have guys that can hit. What I can say is the Yankees struck out a lot. Like Jose Trevino, that's that's a, a great addition to the team, Cashman. Great trade. You got a platinum glove catcher in spring training, but... You know what did he do at the plate in October? Nothing. Guys were minimized. The zeros, strikeout kings. Don't forget about Matt Carpenter, right? You had Matt Carpenter in there, DHing. He could not touch the ball. He couldn't foul tip the ball. He couldn't get ball to the bat. So you need contact hitters. You need guys that can hit the ball, get on base, manufacture runs, pass the baton. It can't be everybody swinging for the fences. Glaber Torres coming up. He's trying to hit a moonshot. Just just get a single. Get on base. Moving Aaron Judge around. Okay, he's leading off. A-Rod comes out and says, are you crazy having Aaron Judge lead off? They move Aaron Judge. It's like, what I want for the Yankees is to get a pretty consistent lineup by the time they get to October and just keep that same lineup. They're going to change the lineup because they're going to rest guys. They're going to experiment. They're going to collect data. But by the time you get to October, you can't be putting lineups together like parlays. That was frustrating. Angelo down in Florida on the fan in New York. What's up, brother? What's up, man? Thanks for calling. All right, two quick things. Uh, Jeff McNeil, you know, he's he won the batting title, right? Yep. So now the ship, the ship rule changes, and I don't know how many of those games you watch. I know you're a Yankee fan. This guy can place the ball anywhere. He's only making $3 million this year. So if they were smart, forget about Alonzo. Yeah. You lock this Forget about Alonzo and the we, home run. He, we were having the conversation, he, for people that didn't hear it, maybe an hour ago, 30, 40 minutes ago, we were having the conversation of what is Pete Alonzo going to make. But the question is, what is Jeff McNeil going to get? Right. If he's making $3 million now and they take the shift rule off, this guy can place the ball anywhere. If he won the batting title, what is he going to do this year? So he's only making $3 million. He was making uh, 617000 the year prior. Forget about it. This guy's going to kill. So you want to lock him up. Forget about Alonzo. I mean, he's choked in every situation. And one of the quick things <laughs> with the with the with the with the Jets in 2018, when the draft came up, they wanted Baker Mayfield. They didn't want Sam Donald Gase, yeah. whatever that's worth, right? They wanted Baker Mayfield. Maybe. And I'm sitting here. Yeah, the Browns, when the Browns bottom. took Baker Mayfield, people were surprised. 
They yeah, took him when one. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here watching Flacco as a backup, and and Mayfield's like a loner, like nobody wants him. Why wouldn't you take him? You could have got him for pennies on the dollar. Yeah, but and then use him as a backup. The way so, the way it works with waivers and passing through waivers, he wouldn't have got to the Jets. He got to the Rams because they didn't have a good record. I think they have four wins. The Jets with seven wins. He wasn't he wasn't falling to them. That's how waivers work. I mean, it seems like a good idea, right? Like he gets cut, go get him. But there's a, a little bit of a process. The you know the worst teams get the first crack at him as he clears through waivers. It goes by your record at the time. Oh, I see. I, I would because I would have taken him and got oh, of rid course. of Flacco after <laughs> last night. After last night, I'm like he's better than Mike White. <laughs> yeah, but, but I th- I thought about this before that because because I watched in 2018. I'm I'm 67 years old. I've been following the Jets for 50 years. I I knew that they wanted him. I'm like, why aren't they taking him? Because you know you got you got White and then you got forget about the other guy Zach Wilson and then you got. Yeah, Wilson's he, done. Yeah, he doesn't need to play the rest do, of the year. Yeah, what do you do if White gets hurt? You bring Flacco in, he's this statue. So uh, that's what I didn't get. It's like, why didn't they? They could have got him for nothing. You yeah, know, just the Panthers a, traded for him, I believe, right? Or did the Panthers just straight up pick him yeah. up? I think the Panthers yeah, might have. Yeah, they could have done something. And, and, yeah, use him as a backup. And if White goes down, boom, you'd set. And you see, you saw what happened last night. I said this before that, you know, before this to my wife is like, I don't understand this. Like, why didn't they do that? But anyway, you know, with Alonzo, one other thing I wanted to tell you, <clears throat> when Alonzo and Connor Roberts had their comedy special thing, Alonzo, they invited uh, DeGrom to come to this thing. You know, to come there for the charity. The Grom wasn't pulling never, up. There's no way. He was a no show. He was a no show. Twice. So what does that tell you about this guy? When they when they interviewed, uh, uh, what's his name, um, Alonzo, he said, I, they said, what, what do you think about the Grom and his contract? He said, I don't really care. I was blown away. But now I know why. Because. You know, he invited him to this thing, and he didn't even show. Yeah, they're probably so, not, they're probably not boys. They're not friends. DeGrom, that's something I said about DeGrom. Thanks for the call, Angelo. Something I said about DeGrom. I was like, bro, was never around. In the last two years, he made 26 starts. And when he was rehabbing, he was away from the team, and he wasn't in a rush to get back. He's like, I'll do another rehab start. Like, your fifth rehab start? Yeah, I'll do another one. Don't you want to hurry up and get with the team in Queens? Like, whatever. DeGrom was one foot out the door. And going back to Baker Mayfield, the Panthers did trade for him. Uh, they they traded a 2024 conditional fifth round draft pick, <laughs> so anyone could have done that. Anyone could have traded a fifth round draft pick two drafts from now for Baker Mayfield, and then they just straight up cut him. And so now he's in LA. and And let's pump our brakes on Baker Mayfield. I'm I feel happy for him. I'm excited for him that like he gets another opportunity. Uh, you know, a, a number one overall pick. The way that it has gone for him. Right, I, I think the Browns did him dirty, and then they signed Deshaun Watson. I wish them no luck for him. Uh, like Deshaun Watson, I hope he loses out the rest of the season. I hope that's the worst contract in NFL history. But with this, with uh, Baker Mayfield, let's pump our brakes. We don't know what he's going to be. The Raiders, we do know they're trash. They are garbage. They like that is their mo this year. It was sixteen to three. They gave up that game to a guy that got there two days ago. 
a guy wearing a 17 jersey he didn't even like, but all the, all the, all the numbers are taken now. They let anybody on the uh, offense or defense wear a single digit. <laughs> Baker Mayfield's wearing 17 out there, throwing fade routes for the win. Just learned the, the playbook verbiage. He said he took a little bit out of what he learned from Bill Callahan. Bill Callahan, former Raiders head coach, who was offensive coordinator with the Browns. He knew Bill Callahan's system and some of that verbiage, some of the word. It's some of the, if you know how to call the plays or you at least know uh, protections, formations, and plays, at least like how to call them, that's a that's a huge step up. That helped Baker with, with Sean McVay. And Sean McVay is a, a boy genius, mad scientist. They probably went to work over the last two days. He even said at the end of the game, their two-minute offense, he's telling them how they run their two-minute offense. They probably didn't have much time to go over that. They had a walk-through practice. And he's in there beating the Raiders, but that's more on the Raiders. Like, <laughs> props to Baker Mayfield. That's on the Raiders. But let's slow our, let's slow our uh, our brakes or pump our brakes a little bit. Slow slow down what we think Baker Mayfield is. We'll see the rest of the year. I don't think it was that easy for anyone to get him. And it's funny, o- Odell ends up leaving the Browns and going to L.A. Baker Mayfield leaves the Browns, makes a quick stop in Carolina. Goes to L.A. He breaks down the huddle with the team last night. He says, good to be home. I'm like, this guy's never trying to leave. He's trying to plant his uh, cleats in L.A. and be the next quarterback, have Stafford retire. Keep McPherson on the fan. I got to take a break. Sports talk. We'll get back to it. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. A little bit after 12.30 on the fan. Keith McPherson checking right back in. On the other side, good morning. Saturday morning as we proceed. What were we talking about? I don't know. Baseball, Mets, Yankees. Who is in the Yankees lineup? Yankees lineup sucks. Like The Yankees lineup doesn't suck. They won 99 games. 
Yeah, they got swept. Yeah, they struck out like 50 times in the series or something like that. But there's some good talent on that team. There's some good hitters in that lineup. They just need to be all healthy. They need to put them all together. And they need to have backups. And they need to have insurance and, you know, more than a couple guys so they're not relying on Aaron Hicks or Josh Donaldson or rookies, Oswaldo Carrera, uh, Cabrera or Oswald Peraza late. It just kind of all unraveled late. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm hit. These allergies, the dust. I can't shake it, man, but it's all good. I got like 90 minutes left. Bear with me, folks. I think in the beginning of the show, I said I'm a little congested. I don't have COVID or anything like that. No flu, nothing like that. I'm good. In the beginning of the show, I said today I I, I thought I was going to be, uh, I don't know, Mr. Clean. I decided to vacuum and mop the floors in my apartment. Something I do maybe once or twice a year. I thought I'd be a nice guy and do that before my wife came home, before I left for the night. And I made a mistake, man, doing stuff that I'm not supposed to be doing. I opened the vacuum up. I was trying to, the vacuum, I didn't, I felt like the vacuum wasn't working right. I felt like it wasn't vacuuming. So I opened the thing up, you know, it's like you press the button to release, it clicks, you turn it. All right. And I emptied that out and all this dust went in the air and that dust is under me still on top of the allergies. Can you have allergies in the winter? It's like fall allergies extended. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. But I'm good. Call me up. 877-337-6666. You can talk and maybe you won't be congested. Let's use on the phone. Oh, in the Bronx, Tina, welcome back. I feel like I just Hello. saw you. How's it Quiet. going? <laughs> I'm I'm okay. I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way, but I have allergies too like that. I wake up every morning. If, if you just, yeah, you know what I do? Doesn't help. I take, uh, I take Zizol now. I used to take Zyrtec or Claritin. I've tried all of them. None of them really work. It just depends on the pollen or what's in the air. Uh, yeah. Some days are fine. Other days are like, whoa. You know, all that stuff just makes doesn't doesn't help anyway. If you, yeah, they, uh, it, it's all expensive allergy medicine that really doesn't do anything. But I don't geez, know. my dear, I have to. I have a bone to pick with you. What I do? <laughs> yeah, you know what you did. You weren't supposed to do that over there. <laughs> I didn't and do anything. I'm, I'm gonna pay you back by buying you. You know, but nope. you know, you know. I'll think about it because that wasn't right. You were no nope. mine, and she goes guest. No, no. You snuck and did that, which I wasn't happy, but, you know, I'll get you for that. Nope, had a good time, was glad to be there. If I would have known prior to, I would have, you know, done it prior to. No, you know what it was? It was something we did when we came in, because usually we do that as a bonus in the end. But he was, like, crying that that they were hurting. So I'm like, you know what? All good. When I give somebody, you know, I'll do that. And But that's not the bone I was going to pick with you. That's one more bone. Okay. Listen. Yankees don't suck. We stink. <laughs> Here we go. There's another team that, you know, that I'm not going to say anything, but, you know, I'll tell you that one day because I can't tell you that now. But I think we're in trouble. We have no left fielder. That won't be the case when we get into spring training. There'll be a couple guys. Hopefully it's not Aaron Ooh. Hicks. Hopefully it's not Oswaldo Cabrera. Hopefully there's an actual Major League Baseball outfielder that can play left field every day. An everyday left fielder. I don't know if. They pay for him and pick him up yeah. as a free agent. I don't know if they acquire him via trade, but uh, there'll be somebody. And then we got a little bit of time. He's no joke, for real. Is there anyone out there right now? Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. There's a bunch of guys still out there. I think I mentioned tonight Michael Conforto still out there. We've mentioned yeah. Brian Reynolds via trade. 
Uh, people are saying Benintendi, but I don't think Benintendi's a real option. Uh, there's well, other guys. Benintendi, isn't he? Wait a minute. Didn't he leave? To go to the Red? Well, Benintendi. Didn't Benintendi take the money somewhere else? He's a free agent, else? but I don't think. Did Benny sign today? I don't, I don't think I heard I don't Benintendi know. He, I don't know because I just got home. Like uh, I was just put a post in all the hundred pictures that I took. Yeah, I bet. Me. I bet there's a bunch of pictures. I got I to gotta get on Facebook. I got to find my password or set up a new password. And uh, check out the pictures from a party. No, Benintendi hasn't signed yet. There's just a lot of rumors. Michael Conforto's name is still in there. Uh, Michael yeah. Brantley. Oh, I like Michael Brant. Michael Brantley. Yeah, they should have they should have signed him two years ago before he re-signed with the Astros. The year that Absolutely. they signed DJ, I wanted Michael Brantley. There were some rumors. He's getting up there in age, but he's a solid bat, a left-handed bat, a, a, a guy that's been around for a while. He'd be exactly what the Yankees need in the, in the lineup. He's not going to bang. He's not going to hit a lot of home runs, but. He'll hit singles, he'll hit some doubles, he'll get on base. You know, I feel bad for Hicks in a way. Anyway, not he made, a little he bit, made, but he made, he made, he uh, play left. 50 million. He made 50 million off the Yanks. Okay, I don't feel bad. <laughs> don't feel bad for him. He, <laughs> he signed a $70 million contract with the Yankees, and uh, he won. He he got the best of that contract. <laughs> he, they overpaid him. And now okay. they got to find a place for him to go. Mm-hmm. Keith, you think he's a... He's a good player. Is it all mental or is it just not as good as we I, thought he was? I, I think he was, and then he got hurt, and he had injuries, and he missed time. I remember when he came over here with the Twins. I remember, yeah. I think maybe 2015 or 16, he was in the outfield for the Twins, and he threw the ball home, I think, from center. And it was one of the hardest throws of the year. I think they clocked it at like 105 miles an hour. I and, remember that. And yeah, and I think you know what it was. It was uh, it was A Rod was still playing, so I think it was 2015. Yes, yes. And that's when I think Cashman was like, "Oh, who's this guy?" And you know, they knew they could get him for a bargain. They traded for him, and they paid him early, and it just hasn't panned out. They thought he was going to be the everyday center fielder for the Yankees for six, seven years. It just didn't end up that way. Wow. Well, I just hope. I mean, you know what? Uh, you gotta. Find, you know, who do you recommend? To, is uh, starting, I mean, uh, uh, the leadoff for the Yankees right now. Is it? Probably DJ. A leadoff hitter. Probably not DJ. Judge. No, not Judge. Judge, not, I like Judge second. I think DJ. Yeah. DJ, if he's healthy. And if not DJ, they do have to figure that out. Maybe they can get a left fielder that could also potentially lead off. Someone with speed. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Michael Brantley, I don't see as a leadoff hitter. I see him more as like a six or seven. But oh, that's great. We'll find mm-hmm. out, you know? And Yeah. And we don't have to know. We we can speculate. We can talk around it. We can look at who's available. We don't have to know. But as we get closer to pitchers and catchers, uh, they better have some kind of answers. They they got to do more. This week, just being judge was a little bit deflating. Like, afterwards, like, obviously signing judge was huge, but you're like, all right, strike again. You know, there's other teams signing multiple players, making multiple moves, making trades. The Yankees got Tommy Canely and judge this week. They need to go ahead and, like, I don't know, make Rodon, Rodon happen and yeah. find us a left fielder soon. But we got to be patient. I, I understand that. It's, well, it's how a much long did process. Kaylee get? How much did Kaylee get? How much did he get? Can, to, Tommy Kaylee's contract was, was for the low. It was like six, oh, okay. six million. Oh. You know, it, that's nothing compared to what the, I, it's, I can't believe I'm just saying that. It's nothing. No, but, I mean, you know, it is nothing. No, but you're players. right. It's a lot to us. It would, it would, it would change our lives. But for him, <laughs> He signed, he signed. He signed for I think two years, and uh, he he's getting like six million a year. 
Let me get the numbers on that, so I don't, I'm not incorrect about that. But it was it's it wasn't an expensive contract. Oh, okay. Well, listen. You know, it was really good to see you. I'm so glad you came. I hope you had a good time. Everybody was excited to see you, and it was a. I thought it was okay. I think it turned out to a good. To it be was a great. It's good. Party. It's good to get everybody together. You know, not in the stadium. Obviously, the season's over, but it's good to get everybody together for the holiday party. We had the pandemic, couldn't have it, and then last year I missed yeah. it. And uh, you know, it's just good to get everybody together in the same place, have some drinks, holiday Actually, time. Last year we didn't have it. This is the first year in three years that we had it. Okay, so was, that's what it still was. Still afraid that you know, last year it was still like maybe not more than twenty. You can't do it with the creatures, not with twenty, because there's more than twenty of us. Yeah, every year the creatures grow. I, I feel like there was like forty of us in there tonight, between oh, the back more than room that. and the uh, the front room. Probably more. Probably, probably. Well, we had, we had a hundred. Uh, we had a Becky had bought a hundred uh, wristbands, and we had like maybe twenty-seven left. Okay, yeah, and then you know everyone, you know people brought their significant others too. A lot of right, people had, that's, had, a, had a plus yeah. one too. So, yeah. and in the it's end, though, uh, that cake was so huge. Did you see what it looked like? He I did. Everybody was. Eat. I didn't eat anything. I just I ate before I came, so I just had a couple well, drinks and chill. Oh, see now you're gonna go. Mm. Don't, nah, I, don't, I do not care. I, 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 I chipped in. I didn't eat anything. I just bought drinks and, uh, you know, talked to everybody. And, you know, it was good to see everyone at Yankee Tavern, even though, you know, it's not a Yankee game. Yeah, you know, and it, in the end, that cake was so huge. And they had, they had the flan cake that I actually ended up just giving cake to anyone that was in the bar. And they're looking at me like, we're, we don't, we're not part <laughs> of us. Merry Christmas. Don't worry about it. It's like everybody's like, why are you giving everybody cake? Why not? Yeah, why not? It's, share share the not? cake, share the food. Everybody was buying each other drinks. It, it was a good vibe. It was a good time. I, I enjoyed it. Juan from the bodega. I, you know, I know this is a talk show for sports, but he bought both cakes and he chipped in a couple of hundred dollars. I bet. I thought that was the and I, I was solid. like, no, we you love don't them. have to it, do it. They know it. They love all of us. We love them. Juan and Dory, like. Yeah, Dory, what a wonderful thing, man. Yeah, and, you know, and, and, and Joe, Joe, who owns the tavern, and Juan know each other 30 years. I, I thought that was too much for him. He does that every year for us. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's great. The, Thank the you, family, Pete, the for family coming. vibe, all of it. I, I love being in the group. I love being included. And thank you for having me. And thanks for calling the show. Okay, thank you. Have Feel a good better. night. So that's Tina. If you... I don't know. Listen to the last couple shows. Tina is queen of the Bleacher Creatures. Bleacher Creature Holiday Party was tonight at Yankee Tavern at 5 o'clock. Went over there to link with the gang. It was good times, good vibes. It's weird being at Yankee Stadium, though. Like, the lights off, parking at the stadium. Like, I even did my my old ride to the stadium. It's been a couple months. I'm like, man, it's a different feel in the winter. But shout out to the gang, all the creatures. I know some of y'all are probably listening. Because when I left, they were like, where are you going? I'm like, I got to go. I got to drive the Tribeca. I got to get ready for the show in a couple hours. And here we are, a few more hours after that. Keep McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. I think I could take another call, and then uh, we'll we'll break at the top, or should we break here? We'll break right here. Let's take this break, and then uh, when we come back, more calls. We'll reset in a little bit. Keep McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. And here we go. Hello. It's about to be 1 o'clock soon. My allergies are killing me. I try to go to the bathroom, like, throw water on my face. And I'm, now my eyes are itching. 
It's just one of those things. It's like you can't even control it once it comes under you. I'm blaming myself. Like I said, it's a combination of the dust from my vacuum and the air outside. But anywho, back to the topics at hand. Michael Brantley, Michael Conforto, Will Myers, Jerickson Profar, Kevin Kiermeyer, Adam Duvall, Tyler Naquin, Cole Calhoun, Andrew Benintendi. There's a list of free agent outfielders that are still still available. I don't know if any of those guys are going to be good for Yankee Stadium left field. But I'm sure there's somebody. I don't know. I, I said earlier, maybe there's a trade. We're, we're not supposed to know. And then in regards to the Carlos Correa information today, I, I didn't... I, I didn't let myself fall into that rabbit hole or really it wasn't even a rabbit hole. I didn't even entertain it. I saw a couple tweets on it and I wasn't really on Twitter this afternoon. You just heard me talk to Tina. I was at the Creatures party. Shout out to the Creatures. So Bleacher Creatures annual Christmas party. Uh, didn't have it last year and then COVID the year before. And, you know, we were able to get people together uh, outside Yankee Stadium at Yankee Tavern. Took up the back room, took up like the whole right side of the bar. People brought brought their wives, their husbands, girlfriends, boyfriends, and creatures young, old, old stadium, new stadium, you know. So we did that. And of course, the conversation is hey, what's next? What's next? Carlos Correa, Carlos Correa, Carlos Correa. Last year, I was one of those guys that was like, no way. I hate Carlos Correa, cheating Astros, can't be over here, but whatever. I'm over that now. If he did land with the Yankees, I, I wouldn't be mad at it. But I don't think that's something that happens December 9th, 10th. Remember last year he signed with Minnesota kind of like after the fact, right? Other guys came off the board first. And then once Minnesota made the trade of uh, getting Josh Donaldson's money out of there to the Yankees, yeah, sure, a little three-year deal for Correa. What do you make, like 37 mil last year or something off them? Like high AAV with an opt-out. Boris planted the Yankees information, right? That... That rumor today, I think Buster only might have said something on it. I don't know. Like I said, I didn't entertain it. But I, right away, I'm like, this smells like Scott Boris. This smells like Scott Boris trying to run that cost up. This is, this smells like Scott Boris came out there saying that his guy is Louie and Dior and Gucci. And he's the designer of defense and the Louie of leadership. <laughs> All that other corny stuff that he said, right? Well, if so, how come nobody's made a purchase yet? If he's so high-end, how come nobody's claimed him yet? Trey Turner's claimed up. Uh, Xander Bogarts. Uh, the Yankees are supposed to be signing Carlos Correa now. No, I wasn't buying it. But Michael Brantley's interesting. Maybe. Let's go to Mikey and Massapequa on the fan. What's up, Mikey? What's going on, Keith? First time, long time. Hey, welcome. Uh, I think you alluded to it. Left field's a gaping hole in our lineup right now. And... Uh... I don't want them showing out $100 million for Ben Attendee at this nope. rate where the way the Conforto contract worked out. And I don't want them trading too many prospects, whether it be Peraza or Dominguez for Reynolds. And uh, I don't know, man. I don't. I think Michael Brantley, you know, get him on a two-year deal, you know, last year with his shoulder surgery. So that's a negative, obviously. But I think we can work him in, probably manage his workload better here and there. With can he Oswaldo run? That's my only thing about him. He's 35. Can he run? Because left field isn't easy to play, especially when they're going to their right towards uh, the foul pole and foul territory. When you know they got to make those runs for it, and they got to deal with the like short foul area. And can he run? I think you know he was hurt this year, and I know it was a shoulder, 
But I just don't think he's so fleet of foot anymore. I think he's more of like a DH and can play a right field, but not left field in Yankee Stadium. But I don't know. I don't want to count the guy out. 35 is not ancient, right? We ran 36-year-old Josh Donaldson out there every day. Maybe. I don't know. I just I think he seems like a risky bet with the age already in the lineup. I think we could try to slide him in the middle of the lineup, like you said, like six or seven spot, and just hope for the best with that because the way these contracts are working out, I don't know if we're going to be able to uh, bring Benny back or anything like that. And I don't want to give out Dominguez or Peraz. I want, I want to let the kids sure. play. You know? you, I, I, I mean, at this point, you hug your prospects. You want to see them soon. Why trade them now? You could have traded them. Two, three years ago, you, you want to see those guys. So you don't want to see the Pirates finesse the Yankees for a young guy. And I don't know. Maybe Michael Brantley. Thanks for the call, Mikey. As I'm thinking about it, I'm like, he's a left-handed bat. That's good for the lineup. He's a different kind of hitter. You could put him lower in the lineup. He'd be great for the lineup. But can he run? I don't think he can run like that. Maybe he can. I just, I'm just i like trying to think in my head the last time I saw Michael Brantley like making a play. He's already not like a fast guy. I need somebody with speed in left field. I need somebody that can get to those, you know, think about three different times we saw the ball drop into left field just in the postseason, right? Whether it was Hicks there, whether it was Oswaldo Cabrera there, or Oswaldo Cabrera at shortstop. Like, we need somebody that can, like, patrol left field, that can run, that can cover left field. That has been a hole for the Yankees for the last three years. Clint Frazier, Miguel Andujar, Tim Castro. Joey Gallo, Aaron Hicks, Andrew Benintendi. Who else have we seen over there? I don't know. They probably threw Tyler Wade over there. They probably wanted to try Rugnet Odor over there. They'll figure it out. There's plenty of time. I'd like it to be a trade. I don't want him to pay Benintendi. I don't think Benintendi wants to be a Yankee long-term. I don't think he wants to finish his career here. I don't think they should pay him that money. I think there's a trade out there, and not Brian Reynolds, but a trade they can make with some other team. Some guy we're not thinking that can play left field and be a serviceable left fielder, doesn't have to be a bopper, doesn't have to be a home run hitter. We don't need that. Somebody that can put the bats to ball, a contact hitter with speed in left field. Who is it? I don't know. I don't know. Brian Cashman should figure that out, though, soon. Keith McPherson on the fan. We got to go to the update. We got to break it down. Kevin Dexter's going to tell you some stuff. I'll be right back. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. 
Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.